What is the importance of simply being obedient to the Great Commission and investing your life in even a few people? That's the question Pastor Philip Wood addresses in this fifth of six sessions. Hi, I'm David Dennis with the Kansas Communities Ministry with The Navigators, and I'm so pleased that you're joining me today for this very important podcast. Philip and Kathy Wood live in Wichita and have invested their lives in making disciples for Jesus Christ for over 40 years. Philip is lead pastor of Northwest Christian Church and is adjunct professor at Friends University. In this episode, Philip shares his thoughts on what it means to pour one's life or investing one's life into just a few individuals. He helps us understand that our job is not necessarily to succeed, but to simply be obedient to what God is calling us to do. Find out more about his ministry at communitiesofheaven.org. As we start today, Philip is sharing his vision of disciple-making and how he and Kathy got started many years ago in investing in the lives of individuals and couples. We went out and we just, just found some people. To uh, uh, We had two couples, three couples, and, uh, and we would begin to meet together, not even the Word of God. I remember father saying, how are you going to support yourself? Because, you know, i got a young family my little boy at the time and I said to my father who's been a pastor for you know, 40 years plus I said by faith he says well I appreciate that but you know really realistically how are you going to do it <laughs> well yeah. I mean I was going to say well quite honestly I don't know <laughs> but the beautiful thing was is that when you know I just began to try to as much as we can, Kathy and I poured into her life, which is literally these six people, and then God began to bring others. Um, and we just put a basket by the door, literally, and said, look, if this is blessing you, and, uh, we'd, you know, just love you to give you know, a gift. You're welcome to do that. We're starting a new ministry. And believe it or not, we, uh, in, in, in just three, uh, I think about two, three short months, we were fully funded by the people who were coming into our one and then two groups, and then it went on from there. Hmm. And uh, hmm. we just, and Kathy and I feel very blessed to be doing what we love to do. And and God, and God has blessed Kathy uh, to the degree that we've never, she's never had to work outside the home. Hmm. And uh, God has supported us both as a family. And, and we have just committed ourselves to pour our lives into a few people and train them in turn to pour their lives also in a few people, so to replicate. And, and so the, the strategy that God has given us specifically was to train people to become an, and accept the responsibility for a little church that met in a home. And we encourage them, not necessarily your own home. In fact, we encourage you to go find somebody else's home, but to work with that host couple and use this as a place to build into the lives of these people. And look, maybe you can't pastor or care for a church of 100, 200, or 1,000, but maybe you can care for a church of 10 people and invest your life into these people, preferably the men and always with the men and the women, older women with the younger women. And, and then we're going to follow the Word of God, you know, step by step. That is our policy manual. That is our guideline for making disciples, for um, 
trying to imitate what Jesus did, looking at it, understanding what he did. We're not only interested in sharing the gospel, but, you know, we want to lay hands on the sick. If you're sick, we'll pray for you. Mm -hmm. And we'll trust God to heal you. And if nothing happens, that's all right. We're doing, we're at least trying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If I try to lead someone to Christ, I'll I'll train you to do it. I'll give you the words, the questions, and then, of course, the Lord will give you some others. Let's go do it. And if nobody accepts Christ, that's all right. You're still being obedient. I at least try. And that's, that's all we did. And so we would, you know, we've done lots of going and knocking on doors. We've gone to the mall and walked up to people and asked if we could pray for them. I've taken people and gone literally sometimes door to door. We always do it door to door when we train because, you know, we, believe that the going part is actually action. (laughs) It's not just coming and sitting in a church or sitting in a group. We have to go somewhere, you know, for the purpose of sharing the gospel. You can't be a disciple and not go. And here recently, I I trained my disciples how to baptize people. Because Jesus said, going, baptizing, I encourage even women to baptize, you know, obviously people that led to Christ. (laughs) Just recently, I had a funeral for a lady who's 95 years old. Her name was Darlene. I don't know if I'd think of Darlene as one of my disciples, but she was certainly part of our church. And she had a zeal for the Lord. She would share Christ with people, particularly in waitresses and stuff. And it helped a lot when she would give a tip of sometimes 50 to $100. So that made them very open to the gospel, I think. But uh, <laughs> as a result, they, uh, <laughs> people came to Christ and uh, the neat thing is about the church where I previously ministered, I had an interesting baptistry that had sort of a place where people would sit down and even and you'd baptize them and they would lay down under the water from a sitting position. And the person who was doing the baptizing actually was standing on the back of the baptistry, actually not in the water itself. Well, guess what? This lady, her, she was in her 80s at the time, maybe 85 or something, she was leading people to Christ. I said, well, darling, why don't you baptize them? Oh, I can do that? I said, sure you can. So she came in there. It wasn't always at a service because we baptized during the week anytime, you know, you led someone to Christ. And she, <laughs> she's in there, and she she had the chance to baptize, you know, people that she said. She, she was a disciple maker, and then she would meet with them. She would follow them up, and she would teach them. And there's many, many people that were benefited by this lady, and by the way, uh, Darlene Shaw, interesting enough, made several trips to Glenary. Hmm. <laughs> uh, was very active with the navigators. She went through the Memorize the Word class. And speaking of Memorize the Word, interestingly enough, when Kathy and I began to date, she was taking the Memorize the Word class. I'd never taken it, but I said, well, where are you at on that? And so I did my best to catch up. And in our courtship days, we shared scripture we always reviewed the memorized the word verses together and that was a pretty good uh, to some degree uh, maybe i discipled her but you know as we certainly got married it's been a mutual discipleship absolutely yeah into whose life are you pouring yourself you know god doesn't call us to be successful just obedient faithful and willing he wants us to build up or edify others Romans 14:19 in the New King James Version says, Therefore let us pursue the things which make for peace, 
and the things by which one may edify another. 1 Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore comfort each other and edify one another, just as you also are doing. We would ask that you prayerfully seek the Lord's will as you ask Him to bring someone into your life so that you may build them up in the Lord. Don't know how to do that? Don't know where to start? Email us at radio at kansasnavs.org. That's radio at kansasnavs.org, and we can point you in the right direction to get started. Join us next time for our sixth and final episode with Philip Wood as he addresses whether our culture today is open to the gospel. We want to learn more together about making disciples naturally. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the views of the navigators, nor of the Kansas Communities Ministry. Thank you for listening.